1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Dynamite! Here she is, Andrea K. Ding ding ding! You know what? I kind of miss the explosions. We got to go back to that. You know what? Enough time has passed since the last time an explosion, you know, would have been considered politically incorrect for me to do at the open of my show. But you know what? That's what I am. I'm dynamite in a dress. I bust through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy. I love alliteration. That's like one of my favorite things in the world. Even if it doesn't make sense, I like to throw it in there somehow, some way. So DJ Carrot Sticks. I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But DJ Carrot Sticks. Had one of the best videos of all time. <laughs> He's always here with me. I love, I'm loving that. That was a new. See, he put more. There's more explosiveness in DJ Carrot Sticks open than am I. What's up with that, baby? Well, I've done this show more times. <laughs> That's true. He says to me, Friday, I think it was, he's, he's telling me he's taking a little trip coming up. I'm like, what do you mean a trip? He's like, uh, he's like, well, I've actually done the Andrea K show more times than Andrea K's done the Andrea K show. I need a bit of a break. So anyway, he will be gone this coming Friday and Monday, but I still have him for the next few days. And I'm glad to have you all here with me. Thank you so much for joining me. It's kind of Monday madness around the world today. We've got terror attack in, in Toronto to talk about. We've got, I mean, who talk about madness. We got a rapper, an African-American rapper who was considered to be like a far left liberal who's come out and become actually a very lucid, to, at least today, a very, over the weekend, a very lucid voice for conservatism and, and individual freedom. We got that to talk about in a little bit. We've got the DNC. The DNC filed their little lawsuit. We didn't have a whole lot of chance to talk about it last week, but you got to just enjoy. Just, I'm going to sit me a little coffee as I just, mm, mm, mm. I just enjoy the fact that the DNC has set their own, it's like they set up their own entrapment with this DNC lawsuit. We're going to talk about that a little later in the show. Um, but actually, before we start, I should have made mention, and I'm going to have DJ Carrot Sticks. He always keeps abreast of any breaking news that happens during the show. But uh, sad news, actually, that uh, 41 was taken to the hospital today, just two days uh, after uh, the funeral for his beloved Barbara Bush. Uh, 41 was taken to urgent care. I have been a very vocal critic of the Bush family in terms of policies and politics. And I certainly don't believe in canonizing someone after they pass, but I certainly also believe in being respectful to people at difficult times in their life. And, you know, I think that um, this is one of those times, regardless of what I think about the Bushes from a political standpoint, I do think that they are a good family that cares about this country. And and so uh, prayers for the Bush family today. It's not uncommon for um, couples that have been together many times for one to pass, not that long after the other. I think... I think it was only three months after June Carter passed that Johnny Cash uh, passed, and and so I do, and, and I've actually heard of, of reports of uh, people passing within hours of each other. So anyway, um, we'll keep you abreast of anything going on with there. Terror in Toronto. Well, of course, you know, as soon as we see that a van was used, we saw an act of van violence. 
um, happened today in Toronto, not unlike what happened in the south of France, not unlike what happened along a run. I think it was an area in New York City that was used, a, a pathway that people used to jog and to you know walk in New York City. We saw a rented van that was used to mow down people. We saw it here at The Ohio State, and I got to make sure I call it The Ohio State because I got a, a niece who graduated, summa cum laude, from there. We saw uh, a refugee who had been brought here to this country, uh, run up on the sidewalk with his truck and mow a few people down and then proceed to do whatever else. That's not being talked about anymore. So we see an act of van violence today. And when it, and when any of these things happen, the reports are van mows down people on the street. Okay, at least today they recognize the fact that there was somebody behind the wheel. But when an hour went by, two hours went by, and we didn't know much about the driver, I thought, uh-huh. Because if there was any way possible, this was not, and I may be wrong, the dude's name is Alex Manassia. Um, there was a press conference. His name was finally released some hours later after this happened. Um, you know, usually, you know, that's the tipping point. They're saying, well, we don't know what, what motive it is. Well, when we don't know, then we know, right? Because if there's any way that they could pin this on anything else besides radical Islam, they will. When it was pressure cookers used at the Boston Marathon to destroy people, to rip them apart and rip them to shreds, they were they came out as quick as they could to try to blame it on conservatives and Southerners because we're the ones that use all them pressure cookers. So the fact that we didn't hear anything about him, the fact that it fits the profile of a terrorist attack, this is what they do. How many times now over the, over the London Bridge have people been mowed down over there in London? Uh, so we've got a rented van, very deliberately driven, mowing people down. And we don't want to hear any details about the driver. So it fits the pattern. Um, this is when the time in which Second Amendment advocates would, you know, be mocking uh, the gun control advocates. But we can't mock because in London, where they've got stiff gun control, you're not allowed to own a gun. What's happened? A scourge of knife attacks and knife murders. And what do they have going on right now in London? A push for knife control. The London mayor over, is over there saying, you know, no one, there's no reason for anybody to walk around with a knife. We got to get rid of knives. So you know what? Now is usually when uh, Second Amendment advocates would start talking about, you know, mocking them for van control. But you know what? I expect at some point that we start hearing about restricting people's ability to rent a van. Or, or what about them maybe making the rental companies put in the technology that cars have now, where it would stop? It would automatically stop. Well, you know what? It, the the issue is always an attempt to try to somehow control the item that's being used to murder versus dealing with the individuals who murder themselves. When we're talking about Parkland, we're talking about and and at the same time that this van uh, uh, act of van violence occurred today. We finally had the um, arrest of the dude who went into Tennessee and went into a Waffle House, a beloved institution in the South, I might add, and murdered four people. Uh, we find out the background there is that what was it a failure of? It was a failure of the FBI who actually confiscated this dude's guns and then gave them to his family who turned right around and gave it to him. It wasn't his uncle. It was his dad. Oh, his dad. So, so how so, is that confiscating the guns? It's not. So it's the perfect example of, yet again, we've got another failure, not of guns. We've got a failure, just like in Parkland, we've got a failure of the FBI, local law enforcement, as well as any gun control measures. It proves that the issue is not with the guns themselves. The issue, gun control doesn't work. 
as well as the fact that we've got the government that knew that they were dealing with somebody who's off the rails because this dude had gone to the White House and tried to tried to arrange a meeting with President Trump in order, obviously, to assassinate him. And you give the guns to the dad, and then the dad gives the guns back to him? This is ridiculous. And oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys have heard. See, we were told after Parkland we weren't allowed. These kids were, were put on buses to go to D.C. We were supposed to implement whatever gun control measures they wanted because we needed to listen to them. They were the victims. Well, you know, there's one victim out of Parkland that not only has got no media coverage, he's been attacked, accused of being mentally ill. There was uh, someone in the media who was saying that this, this kid out of Parkland should be mentally evaluated for instability. His name is Kyle Kashov. I never know if I'm pronouncing his name right. So he, the reason why the media hates him and the left hates him is because he's pro-Second Amendment. Well, guess what? He posted pictures of himself at a gun range because he's doing what we should be doing and getting himself educated on guns, what an AR-15 is, what the Second Amendment is all about. He posts pictures on Instagram. He gets hauled into the principal's office and interrogated, criminally interrogated. He asked if he should do a videotape of They said no. And they get and the SRO who hauls him in there and repeatedly asked him questions, repeatedly attacked him for his Instagram post and his in his tweets, says, Don't you get snappy with me? Have you forgotten what happened here a few months ago, a couple of months ago? And it's are you kidding me? No, we all remember what happened a f- couple of months ago. We had a coward that we had an FBI and other local law enforcement, including the sheriff's office down there, who had gone around to a mosque to train people on how to use guns. No, we had them fail to deal with this kid, as well as the this local school board, who failed to deal with Nicholas Cruz in advance. And then we had cowardly a cowardly SRO who... safety reinforcement officer who stood outside and refused to go in on top of three other sheriff's deputies who hid behind cars, allowing kids to be slaughtered in a gun-free zone. That's what happened in Parkland. And what are they going to do? They're going to treat one of the survivors as though he's a criminal because he supports the Second Amendment? Yeah, so it's kind of some Monday madness here. Oh, by the way, I forgot to, speaking of Monday madness, I forgot to give you all the number. To call in if you wanted to chime in. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. What we really need in regards to uh, the act of van violence that has happened all over the world and happened here in the United States, what we need is we don't need van control. We don't need gun control in this situation. What we need is some immigration control. That's what we need going on here. Because when you look at the the act of van violence that happened in New York City, people mowed down and it, at the Ohio State. When you look at Pulse Nightclub, when you look at San Bernardino, when you look at the Sarnaya brothers and Boston bombing, what do we have in common there? We've got Islamists, radical Islamists, Muslims brought into this country through the refugee program, I might add. On top of the fact that like we had this Mayor Nadal Hassan, I don't even know where he came from. We got a problem with radical Islam and these Islamists. And there's two kinds, as I talked about before, there's two kinds of uh, Islamic terror going on. In the world and in the country. One is through acts of terror, whether it's through the sword, whether it's through taking down the Twin Towers with planes, using vans, pressure cookers, whatever it is. We've got that and we've also got creeping Sharia in this country. We have 90 Muslims right now running for office in the United States. And most of them are not have not been asked about their views on Sharia. And on whether or not they're going to respect the laws of the land or whether or not we're going to be, like we have in San Diego, the working with care in order to try to force the first Sharia compliant school district in the country.
And let's remind everybody the violence that goes on in Sharia. And we have already have in our courts, last year I think it was 40-something cases in which our, our courts around the country were considering Sharia in their decisions. In Sharia, women are allowed to be stoned and, be, uh, and, and have to have three witnesses. They're allowed to be stoned for being raped. In Sharia, being gay is a crime. Um, in Sharia, girls at, at, at the age of 12... Um, are subject to female genital mutilation, and girls as young as the age of nine are married off. That's just some of the aspects of Sharia. So we, what we really need to end the madness, talk about it's Monday madness, how about the madness that's going on to where we have that being brought here into this country? But take heart, because guess what? We're going to talk a little bit later. There was a poll actually done by Berkeley, believe it or not, here in California, and in California... About 50%, maybe I might even be closer to 51% of Californians said that they su- they support the travel ban by President Trump. And that's one of the reasons why he got elected, because the American people understand the threats that we face. And they want a president and a Congress that's going to keep us safe. So stay tuned, because a little later in the show, Diane Harkey is running to replace Congressman Issa is going to be on the show. We're going to talk to her about the immigration stuff and what's happening here. But next, we got my girl Jen Kearns here for her Monday segment. You can't wait. You, you want to stay tuned for this. The DNC and their little lawsuit might have just trapped themselves. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. How are all these new tax laws affecting the American homeowner? Andrea Kay here, and making the best use of your financial assets can be difficult. I believe you need a reliable mortgage professional that can help reduce your stress and help manage your available options to create a home loan plan that best suits your needs. If you're not working with someone who has a clear view of what's going on, don't make the assumption that you know how to navigate today's financial home loan obstacles. Call my guy, Dave Stapleton, certified mortgage planning specialist with First Choice Loan Services. Dave and his team of professionals will walk you through every element of home financing and they'll point you in the right direction when it comes to financial preparedness. Call Dave today at 760-815-8987. No matter if you're buying or refinancing, Dave is here for you. 760-815-8987. That's 760-815-8987. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? 
If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-930-2646. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-930-2646. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-930-2646. 1-800-930-2646. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new outfit for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a romantic getaway for a summer missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your child to the finest private school in San Diego by half. That's right. When you go to am1170theanswer.com, you'll find half-off tuitions for schools ranging from preschool all the way to high school. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout San Diego County. Chances are there's one near you. You want the best for your child. And here at AM1170 The Answer, we're ready to help with half-off tuitions to private schools. Explore your options with schools like Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, South Bay Christian Academy, and Trinity Christian School. Visit AM1170 The Answer or call 844-800-5757, 844-800-5757, or am1170theanswer.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me on this Monday. It's madness, this Monday madness. I got to come up with a... DJ Kirsten, we got to come up with a clever title for this segment with the, with my with Jen Kearns because she's so fabulous and amazing. And Facebook doesn't let us come, use anybody's cool bumper music anymore, signature songs, because then they won't let me post it. But hey, Jen Kearns, if if we could do a signature song for you for this segment, what would it be? I'm thinking it might be the theme song to Thelma and Louise, something <laughs> like that. We call it John with Jen. John with Jen. That's a good one. John with Jen. Jen does get good, John. Who would be your ride or die? Who would you go over the cliff with? Oh, boy. You know, I have a lot of girlfriends I've been friends with for 20 or 30 years, going back to my growing up days in Oklahoma. So I'd have to say it's probably one of the original girl gang members. What girl gang? <laughs> the Jen gang. Um, speaking of gangs... Uh, the DNC, they think that they've ganged up now against Don Jr. and Roger Stone and Donald Trump and anybody that they could they could throw in this lawsuit. Um, I, I th- I'm thinking it's looking kind of dopey on their part because to me, it's looking like it, they've set up their own entrapment here. Because haven't they heard about a little thing called discovery? You know, they've so far been able to convince America that Russians hacked the election without anybody actually even confirming that except for some little dopey company called CrowdStrike. Well, you know, what's the deal here? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. The DNC deciding over the weekend to file a lawsuit against uh, everyone from the government of Russia to WikiLeaks to Donald Trump Jr. to the Trump campaign, and the list goes on and on. I've been calling it the kitchen sink lawsuit because it includes everyone, including the kitchen sink. Uh, you know, I think this is really interesting uh, because at a time when, when Democrats are faced with the challenge of winning back the House and Senate in the 2018 midterms, you would think they would be looking forward to what can they offer the American people? 
what kind of new ideas and proposals can they give the American people? But I find it very interesting that they're actually looking backwards and they're really taking a page from their buddy, Hillary Clinton, who I often say uh, Hillary Clinton is like the O.J. Simpson of politics. <laughs> She's still out looking for the real killer of her campaign. And it turns out it was her all along. So the DNC um, not doing a lot of uh, introspection here. They're going back to a story that they think works for them, but they're not understanding that the American people have moved on from the 2016 elections and that the American people really don't appreciate uh, that the DNC and Hillary Clinton and friends uh, are constantly trying to negate their choice for president. Uh, so I thought it was really interesting here to see the DNC go back to the 2016 election, thinking that that's a message that wins for them, especially when the 2018 midterm ballot, uh, the generic ballot, has fallen to only a four-point lead for Democrats. So uh, I really think at the end of the day, Andrea, this, this is really nothing more than a desperate fundraising stunt from a party that, A, is unable to fundraise. Uh, if you look at the DNC's financial statements, you compare those to the Republican National Committee, boy, there is a huge difference between the two. The RNC is absolutely trouncing the DNC when it comes to fundraising. In fact, so much so that the DNC actually had to take out a $2 million loan last mm -hmm. month just to stay afloat. So if you want to stack the parties up one against the other, uh, boy, the DNC doesn't even begin to compare to the RNC. So there's no doubt in my mind they're doing this purely as a fundraising stunt. And even the chief political analyst for CNN, Lefty Network here, uh, called the lawsuit 100% a political and fundraising stunt. And he said, honestly, it's just a way to raise money. And um, there are other people, other left-leaning reporters, questioning whether this is the best use of DNC resources. I do not think it is. Uh, but um, who am I to interrupt our opponent when they're making a mistake? Right. I also think this is um, this is the Democrats' way of being unable to acknowledge that they lost the election. And then, as you mentioned there, Andrea, they are not realizing the power of President Trump and the power of the RNC and those deep pockets. Uh, President Trump, uh, I understand, is already urging the RNC and the Trump campaign to counter sue, uh, not just go through the discovery process of this initial lawsuit by the DNC, but actually to countersue the DNC so that uh, the Republican National Committee and the Trump campaign can actually drive the discovery process there. And guess what will be called into question when the discovery uh, process is on the other foot? Uh, they will be able to look into those DNC email servers, mm -hmm. uh, the servers, by the way, that were never allowed to be turned over to the FBI. You compare that to the FBI raid that happened on Michael Cohen's house. You compare that to the FBI raid that happened, uh, a no-knock raid in the dark of the morning uh, that happened on Paul Manafort's house. Uh, you know, compare this to the DNC, who never had to give up any evidence, who never had to give up any email servers. We will be able to get our hands on those mm -hmm. email servers. So. DNC opening a can of worms yeah. here that I think they're not going to be able to close. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that they're counting on the fact that the the all the different departments from the FBI, the DOJ, IRS, et cetera, I mean, you name it, 
um, has has been so politicized and so weaponized against conservatives. I think they literally feel bulletproof as though they can get away with anything. And so far they have. I mean, what will really be interesting uh, for me is to actually see what ends up happening in the end, because they've opened up a can of worms. If there is anything left and a shred of integrity to our Department of Justice, we will actually find out the truth about how the Hillary Clinton with the, with the DNC stole the primary uh, election away from Bernie Sanders and the, all yep. the collusion going on there. The real collusion uh, uh, in, in interference in the election is on the part of the DNC. And we will then find out the truth about Jeff Sessions and the Department of Justice on the other side of this when we see what he's prepared to do in terms of holding people accountable. We are going into the midterms. And so I want to shift a little bit because a story that's kind of getting a little bit of discussion, but not much because there's so much to talk about. But I think it's really exciting is that Paul Ryan is leaving. You know, the left and everybody is trying to create such a, um, a false narrative of um, inevitability that the Republicans are going to lose the House and lose the majority. And we're going to go back to, you know, uh, same old, same old. When the reality is, is we have an incredible opportunity here to not only keep the, keep the majority, but have a true conservative in his speaker. Yeah, you know, it's very exciting for Californians within your listening area. Uh, it could actually be a Californian, uh, which I think is very, very exciting. Uh, you know, right now the, the race is on. The jockeying has begun out here on the East Coast for a new Speaker of the House. Uh, and the lead horse in this race is really GOP Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy. Now, this is somebody uh, who a lot of us who are formerly from San Diego have worked with over the years when he was Republican leader in the California state legislature. Um, and, and I think this is actually quite exciting. I I'm, I'm appreciate Paul Ryan's service. So we talked about this, I think, on the last show or two, uh, that, that he actually did a lot better than a lot of we Tea Partiers thought that he could do. Um, but I, I do appreciate that Paul Ryan is sort of stepping aside and, and has recently endorsed Kevin McCarthy. Uh, this is a person, Kevin McCarthy, who has actually been a key figure behind a lot of the successes that this Congress has had with President Trump specifically. You look at the American Tax Cuts and Jobs Act this year, uh, the largest tax cut in American history. It was Kevin McCarthy, who was actually the unsung hero, also behind the push for deregulation. Um, remember that stack of papers that President yeah. Trump stood by, and, and it uh, has a cost savings of about $9 billion in 2018 alone. And, and I'm told that uh, McCarthy is now working very closely with President Trump on what will surely be the next GOP victory, which is slashing the budget, which I know a lot of people care about the national deficit and, and the budget. Um, so McCarthy has really been a workhorse behind the scenes, and I think he's somebody that is worthy of the speakership. And I tell you, he is a fighter, and there's nothing Republicans love more than fighting. And, and I tell you what, I've seen this guy in operation. He's a shrewd political operator. In fact, the Kevin Spacey character on the Netflix series House of Cards was actually based on Kevin McCarthy. Wow. In fact, uh, Kevin Spacey himself went around and shadowed Kevin uh, in in uh, preparation for that role. So if that oh. tells you oh. uh, the game is about to get elevated oh. in D.C. with one of California's own, and as you know this, Andrea, being a Californian in, 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 uh, and being a Republican, you know that Republicans in California are tough, tough breeds of people. Oh, yeah. uh, we have been in the fight, and we know how to take on uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. Believe me, Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House 
would be Chuck and Nancy's worst nightmare. You know what? I am so glad we talked about that tonight because I, you know, I know that there's people out there that particularly after all the revelations about Kevin Spacey, that are completely creeped out. But let me tell you, if you haven't seen House of Cards, please watch just a couple of the first season's episodes so you can get the feel for what Jen is talking about here with McCarthy. I am sold. That's all I needed to hear It was that that character was based on him because let me tell you, that is exactly what we need in DC. I know a lot of people were hot on Jim Jordan and they were excited about that, but just based on that because that's what we need shrewd. We need somebody clever enough. Machiavellian I think is one of the things you're mentioning uh, you've used to describe him. That's exactly what we need gotta leave it there because jim jim jordan and all those guys are great freedom caucus guys would normally be great but look we are facing articles of impeachment uh, midterm election season you have to have a shrewd political operator someone who understands the sophistication right. of all of these things not the time for a freedom guy i think kevin's the guy Ooh, shrewd operator that's me trying to sing <laughs> Maybe that's our song. <laughs> all, right. all right jen thanks so much for being here i appreciate it All right, now stay tuned, because speaking of California and being tough enough to go up uh, up against the Democrats, we actually have a candidate for California 49 replacing Daryl Issa, who's long been in that seat, who's going to be here when we come back from the break. So please stay tuned, California and everywhere, because you know what? You know, it may she may be running for California, but if she wins, it affects everybody out there, because we all know that these uh, senators and and, uh, Congress people, they vote, their votes affect everybody. Diane Harkey joins me next. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. People who consistently do what's right can be hard to find these days. Larry Elder here, the sage from South Central, with my good friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Aaron, you represent this ethic. That's why I've recommended you to my friends, and they love the work you've done for them. Thank you, Larry. Coming from you, it really means a lot. You are one of the smartest people I know. So, friends, if you are looking for new windows and doors, take Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll take great care of 
of you, just like we did Larry's friends and family. Thanks, buddy. For the highest quality custom windows and doors made right here for you, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about getting 20% off your entire order and one year of interest-free financing. That's California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. The best way to overhaul a culture is to change the way it thinks. Here's one major way to change cultural thinking. Stifle the free exchange of ideas. This is what's happening in California right now. Assembly Bill 2943 would make it an unlawful business practice to engage in a transaction aimed at promoting, quote, sexual orientation change efforts with an individual, end quote. This pernicious bill is an attempt to silence those who want to help people with unwanted sexual feelings. Many religious and non-religious people agree that we flourish when we honor the basic design of our bodies for both sexual practice and personal identity. This bill is Orwellian, silencing those who seek to provide help and wholeness to people who are reaching out. California legislators ought to do what the people have elected them to do, protect free speech and enable people to live a free life. I'm Owen Strand. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Keith needed a little help with meals and housework, but his beloved wife, Cecilia, suffers from Alzheimer's. So Keith found the perfect place where they could both get the level of care they needed, but still be together at Sun Garden Terrace Retirement Community in Lemon Grove. Sun Garden Terrace has a place for people that have Alzheimer's. At night, I always have her in there in case she has a problem. I have a bedroom upstairs for her. If she were in my bedroom, there's always a cord on the wall you pull if you got a problem. Keith keeps fit. Exercise is really good exercise. It's not just flimsy exercise. You really feel it. And he knows Cecilia is always safe. The best thing is the number of caregivers they have here. You don't have to search for one when you need one. Keith and Cecilia still together after 48 years at Sun Garden Terrace where there's such a lot of living to do. To schedule your private tour and delicious lunch, visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. That's 619-464-CARE. AM 1170. The Answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. It's Monday Madness. Today, all kinds of crazy stuff happening, but bringing a little sanity to the equation. On Mondays, we're introducing a new segment called Monday Meet Them, because there are so many candidates, people running for a variety of different offices here in San Diego, and we want to make sure that you understand uh, who they are and what they're about and, and and their thoughts on the issues that matter the most to you. Um, it was considered upsetting to many people that Daryl Issa decided not to run for re-election, but there are some amazing people that have decided to throw their hat in the ring. And joining me now is Diane Harkey. Hi, Diane. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Well, hi. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for being here and thanks for um, deciding to run for office. Uh, you know, I... We complain a lot, we Republicans, about a lot of things, and I've tried to, on my show, start focusing on solutions, and one of the solutions is for good people to decide to do something, to be courageous enough to do something that most Americans don't have the heart and the courage and the wherewithal to do, and that's run for office, so thank you. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate um, it. It's 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 a vo- it's a, a love of life and a love of California. Yes. Well, um, 
first question coming from a listener tonight is uh, the top two situation. Is this one of these situations to where we could end up being um, to where we've got so many Republicans running for the office that we don't get enough votes and it ends up being two Democrats? I would not count on that. No, this is the flip the 49th district. And quite honestly, I do not think the Democrats will allow that. I think they will have a candidate. And so Republicans need to pick the best person that can win. Good answer. Okay. Um, Getting into some of the uh, most important issues for those California residents and listeners, as well as nationally, because when somebody is in the House, I mean, their votes affect everybody. So what Correct. what everybody cares about, and I think one of the main reasons why the Republican Party was given the power, the majority in 2014, and why President Trump was elected, as you well know, is immigration. And we are in San Diego at the forefront of that. A, a poll just came out from UC Berkeley that said, even in California, you know, 50% of Californians approximately want the ban on travel, and they want an increase in deportation of, of illegal aliens in this country. It's about respect for the rule of law. It's about national security. And, you know, what are your thoughts in terms of the border wall and DACA and immigration? Well, I am a strong supporter of the border wall because it works. I'm not, like, extreme on this. We have 15 miles of border wall in San Diego, and it's easy access in and out. Uh, We can keep the bad guys out. Before we had that border wall, anybody can go down to the the, uh, Border Patrol and actually see a film of what, what used to happen. People would gang up on the other side of the border, three, four hundred, and then storm. I mean, you know, what are you supposed to do? It, I don't like target practice nor abuse of our Border Patrol and, nor any law enforcement. And so I think we need a wall. It protects both sides. It protects the, uh, the uh, Mexico side of the border by not uh, being so available to human trafficking as well as drug trafficking. And, you know, we need, we need to improve our visa system. I mean, if people want to come up here and work and they have a job, and, and their employers are willing to handle them, then that's, that's fabulous. You know, we like that cross back and forth. But what we don't need is to pe- for people to come up here on a permanent basis without being verified or to be human trafficked. It's just a bad situation all the way around. Spending originates in the House. Would you, um, would you um, make sure that there was spending in the House for the, for the border wall? I would definitely approve it. I, if making sure is a whole different story, you have to have the votes in the House. But I would definitely approve it. I'm from this area. I've seen it. I know the, the effects of it. We really need to have that voter wall. And I think they think it's crazy back in D.C., but they're not, they're not here at the San Diego border, and they're not, they're not in California. You know, it's, just, it's, it's a very important issue to us right. and to, um, you know, I mean, I think to the nation where there are issues. Well, there was a lot of disappointment with the omnibus bill that it um, not only did it not fund the border wall, it also continued to fund sanctuary cities. Your thoughts? Uh, Well, I think there's a lot of bartering back and forth. The sanctuary city and the sanctuary state thing is absolutely ludicrous. I said that from the from the very beginning. I mean, we have to allow federal law enforcement to cooperate with our local law enforcement. It's just the most important thing. I mean, people right now are having problems because of break-ins in their house and whatnot. And I'm not saying it's illegal. I mean, it's, it's any, any crime. But you have, to, you have to really be able to 
uh, you know, you have to be able to enforce the law, and you need it at all different levels. Uh, and right. and I just I don't understand even what the debate's right. about. It's right. a totally well, ridiculous thing. Well, it's trumped up. It's it's basically the Democrats. I think it's clear that the Democrats want to expand their their voting base by expanding the dependency class. And and no, they use- the, the, the Democrat the Democrats want to put us in a box to make us racist. I am not a racist. I have Mexican American family. I I you know I mean I know a lot of Mexican people, and I know a lot of people from other other countries south of the border. North of the borders and other other countries. I mean, you know, this is not a racist issue. This is about public safety, and the immigrant communities are the ones most affected when we let criminals go and we don't comply with with law enforcement. Right, and, and you know, you can't have a, a even a Berkeley poll come out with fifty something percent of Californians wanting to increase deportation and have it be racist simply because of the well, demographics. You, know, you, you have you have people you have people really committing crimes and getting out on heinous crimes. Right. And that's not what's supposed to be. Right. And, I've and only I got say, I've no. got I want to get one more question in and about about one minute that we have left with you and we'll have to have you back and, and give you more time. There's just so many issues to cover. Um, but everybody nationally is concerned with AB um, Bill 2943, in which it's a roundabout way of, of basically criminalizing Christianity, criminalizing thought by criminalizing any transaction that involves the sale of anything related to what is considered attempting to change somebody's sexual preference. One of the Republican Party, uh, not just in general terms, I think the Republican Party has been, and I myself included, has been so focused on the economic aspect of things from taxation and regulation that I think we've allowed the, the the left to wage a cultural war against us with social justice stuff that has really gone so far that we now have this happening in our country and in California. How will you push back against this? I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, you know, it's, it's thought police. It's, it's preventing people from making free choices. I am very much, I mean, I'm a Republican. I'm strong fiscal conservative, social conservative, but more importantly, I believe to let people run their own lives. They have to have the opportunity to make their own decisions, raise their own children, decide because ultimately who's responsible you are. Right. And and so, you know, all choices ought to be out there. We can't we can't force people one way or the other. I, I'm not for I'm not for for personal monitoring of everyone's business. How can people find out more about your campaign? Uh Diane Harkey, or it's harkeyforcongress.com, harkeyforcongress.com. Real easy. Help me out. I need your support. This is really tough. Absentee ballots come out in two weeks. And this is, this is going to be a very tough election. So whatever your listeners can do, you know, please help me out here. I am the only one with a proven track record, proven votes. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a strong conservative. I've got zero license endorsement. I have both the Republican parties, Orange and San Diego County parties endorsement. I am, I am the true Republican, tried, trusted, true, and I know how to win campaigns. So please help me do this. Well, thank you so much for being here. And I hope to have you back so we can spend more time talking about all the different issues that we face in California and the country. Well, thank you for having me. Have a good evening. You too. All right. Now stay tuned. Don't go anywhere because we got one of your favorite Andrea K. Show guests is going to be back. Megan Barth from Media Equalizer. Guess what Sean Hannity has done now? Oh, my gosh. It's crazy what's happening out there. And what did Shania, why did Shania Twain apologize? It's media madness. Megan Barth from Media Equalizer when we come back.
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. We have a new home loan program for the self-employed borrower. You need to hear this. Hi, I'm Chris Tyler, self-employed mortgage specialist at Right Choice Mortgage. Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it is to get a home loan, so we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W-2s to get approved, we'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call now, 855 464 4774. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. 855-464-4774. So if you're self-employed and want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call me now, Chris Tyler. 855-464-4774. That's 855-464-4774. Licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NMLS 1132583, an equal opportunity lender. The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. Battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts star 11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair 
back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Rolling into our final segment here, Monday Madness. There is so much madness going on. You know what I just realized before we get into my next guest? I've been forgetting the last couple of weeks to do Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week on Fridays. But I got to tell you, I'm already I'm already working on a really good list for this coming Friday. You know who's at the top of it? Really is Sean Hannity. And I got to tell you, I, I've said this about President Trump, and I will say it again again about Sean Hannity. If I had his money, would I be putting up with the crap and the assaults that this man is put is putting up with? I would have long since bought myself an island. You know, the hysteria today is that, I guess, among other things, is that he's bought like 800 properties with all of his million dollars. <gasps> oh, no. Megan Barth from Media Equalizer. What are you guys going to do with Media Equalizer to stop the bleeding from the announcement that this man has invested in properties? Well, uh, Andrea, I'm glad you asked. Um, I've been looking at this today and actually was supposed to have a piece up at about 4 o'clock, but our back end of our website crashed. Uh-oh. But I put it together, um, and I've looked at basically the transactions that The Guardian has said that they took to launch this journalistic investigation uh, into financial documents. And they were compelled to do so because the Michael Cohen case shines light on Hannity's property empire. That was the piece that started this frenzy. Now, according to CNN, Brian Setzler, who has a complete obsession with Hannity, uh, he wrote today uh, and dropped a piece that, you know, since Hannity downplayed the legal relationship with Cohen by saying it dealt almost exclusively about real estate, that gave the Guardian a reason to investigate Hannity's real estate investments. Wow. Now, normally, real estate investments, according to Hannity's lawyer, are highly confidential. Most Americans would agree that much like attorney-client privilege, our financial transactions are also held specifically with any government entity like the IRS, are held in confidence. But somehow the Guardian got public information, public, mm-hmm. publicly available documents. Oh, really? Which leak was that from? The Michael Cohen raid? Or yeah. was it perhaps from someone in the HUD administration? This is the kind of crap that goes on in uh-huh. Banana Republic's and yeah. you, the USSR. I mean, every yeah. American, this is a even a hit job. Yes, this is a political. We are criminalizing, openly criminalizing politics mm-hmm. in this country. No wonder Kanye West spoke out against, you know, a political thought. Who would have thought? He's also going on the uh, on my list for potential hero of the week. But I mean, every <laughs> American should be really concerned with what is going on with our Department of Justice and our FBI, which is still headed by Jeff Sessions, by the way. This is outrageous that this is going well, on Jeff in Sessions this country. Isn't providing any interference as far as providing interference from having attorney's offices raided. And then having all of the documents taken, oh, they got about 10 files, but they got megabytes of electronic communications. 
Oh, but the there's a cleaner alive. there. But there's supposed oh, to yeah. be a cleaner sitting there that to make sure that you know nothing about it's Sean Hannity. That's not me. yeah. W- but right. look what's already been leaked out. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. what you know, nobody's uh, caring about the cleaner that wiped away Hillary Clinton's server and deleted thirty thousand pieces of government property that was under subpoena. Where's the investigation? Why hasn't her her home office been raided to really get to the truth about what happened with Uranium One? I'm hoping that this DNC lawsuit is that they set themselves up with their own entrapment and the truth is going to come out but it can only come out and only be they can only be held accountable if we ever got a real ag no you're absolutely right we need someone to protect the law uh, not only protect the law uh, because the law is being weaponized it's being converted perverted manipulated in order to provide cover much like comey did for hillary clinton let's not forget that Hillary Clinton was was being investigated for violations of the Espionage Act. The Espionage Act, if you read it, there is not one time within the Espionage Act where the word intent no. is written. Not no. once. But Comey created intent, changed the statute in order to provide protection for Hillary Clinton, which kind of backfired on him because he intent he intent with intent he leaked government documents yes. to the press. Yeah. And yet, still so now, supposedly, the law, it comes right. back to bite you. Well, yeah, except in, unless you will we'll have to see if it comes back to bite anybody. Andrew, yes, there was recommendation of charges for McCabe. Yes, the IG Horowitz has come out and said that they're going to look into whether or not Comey did anything illegal. I, the evidence has already been proven. We saw the memos. And oh, by the way, I've been one of the only people to say, hey, wait a second. The whole point of him leaking the memos was supposedly that they were going to prove that President Trump had obstructed and therefore force a special prosecutor there's nothing in those memos about anybody committing crimes except comey so why did rosenstein get away with with appointing a special prosecutor why did ag sessions let him do it when the only evidence of a crime in those memos is of comey himself right is of comey himself and knowingly uh they used uh non-governmental intel in order to abuse the fisa court they used foreign national intel that was created for a political party as opposition research. I mean, this is how far the law has been abused. And now the part of the cover up, right, is the crime. But you, you actually have this insidious violation of privacy that is being used as a weapon against Sean Hannity. Yeah. And Fox News. It, yeah. It's a twofer. Because when you watch Media Matters for America, which is a David Brock uh, organization, mainly funded by a bunch of different shell companies, since we're talking about financial transparency, transparency, transparency uh, when will there be a journalistic investigation by The Guardian into David Brock's shell companies mm-hmm. and see where all the money comes from from David Brock? And oh, why, why not Jeffrey Zucker? I mean, since all of the uh, you know, media is screaming about transparency and how you must divulge these transactions, well, open your, open your files. Right. Well, speaking of opening files, I think somebody needs to look into Joy Reads from, you know, Morning <laughs> Joy, because she's saying that the blog post that somebody that somebody uncovered with anti-gay messages and, and other things, she's saying that, yes, it was her blog, but it was somebody else that, you know, she must have been hacked and somebody got in and actually created those blog posts. Although at the time you would think she would have recognized it if it was somebody else and not her. Correct. Well, you would think, but now her story is changing. She actually admitted uh, and apologized when these blog posts were uncovered um, back in, I think it was just years ago. Uh, and now all of a sudden she's running away from it. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't have it both ways, Joy. You know, the Internet is forever. Right. And you weren't screaming that you were hacked then. You weren't screaming when you were hacked and exposed 
or excuse me, when you were exposed, mm-hmm. uh, you were basically making excuses. And now all of a sudden you've changed your story and doubled down that, you know, somehow you are the LGBTQ progressive champion of the right. left because you're sitting next to Rachel Maddow. Well, we'll see if her the her attorney's office gets raided and we actually and her hard right. drives gets taken and they start delving into her financial records. You know, this is just, you know, here we are a year and a half into a President Trump, uh, his presidency, and we still have an out of control Department of Justice with an FBI that's weaponized against conservatives. Uh, you know, we, what we and a special counsel and a special counsel. Got to leave it there. Megan Barth, media equalizer. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Um, to end our Monday Madness show, we got to talk about hat tip to my friend Marilyn uh, Marion out of New York, who I saw posted this article today, an article that DJ Carrot Sticks didn't believe initially. He's like, that's coming from some that's like coming from some uh, tabloid. But no, I found out that the New York Post and other other uh, well-respected outlets were posting this. What are women putting where? <laughs> how, how do I even share this story yet keep it keep it uh, nice? Women, don't put ground up wasp nests anywhere in your body. It ain't going to rejuvenate anything. Believe you. <laughs> I, I, that's all I can say about it. Women, don't don't be don't be putting wasps anywhere where they're not intended to be. Okay. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. Uh, Come back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. AK will be right back here. Love you all. Have a great night. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.